Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Fear in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theorinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Four weeks in, and it's another design challenge, this time with a very welcome twist. So who was Couture and who was Katorn? It's time to find out as we talk all things Miss Fierce Delicious's Drag Race. And joining me is a fashion icon all the time, Jeremy. How are you? Hi, hi. I'm doing well. Uh, adjusting to this new move. Uh, y'all, I just moved to Boston. A they week- don't say y'all up in Boston. Yeah, it was. It was I'm pretty the- sure it was they the say y'all was- fuckface. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that, <laughs> but no, um, I'm excited. Yeah. I just moved here. It's been a week. Yeah. It's, it's a land of fun accents. Um, um, sports get ready for the sports. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen um, it. I've never went to Fenway park to a game, but you should, you should go, you should go to a, a Red Sox game. Uh, I, mm, pops in with my Yankee hat with uh-huh. my co- with my work discount ticket to get there. Mm-hmm. There it is, there it is. Um, and when I come up and visit, we'll go to a um, Boston University Terriers hockey game because we're one of the best in the country. I'd be down. I, yeah. I also know a few people who work at BU, so you know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go to Sunset Cantina because you still haven't gone and it's my yeah. favorite place in the world, so. Um, Miss Fierce Delicious Drag Race, are you enjoying it? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Y'all, the bitch doesn't shut up. Four episodes in, we're going to talk about her the majority of this episode, and it yep. wasn't even about her. I know we gotta, we got, we gotta unpack what was going on there because it was a lot. Pretty people, they think it's always about them. I know. God damn it, Jeremy, just like you. I'm kidding. I know. We we got to be the center of attention all the time. Always. <laughs> well, on a serious note, Candace Drag Race three, four episodes in. How are you enjoying it? I'm liking it. I. I I feel this season of Canada Drag Race feels like a nice pace of like, you know, nothing seems too rushed. Um, And I think, I think folks are getting adequate screen time, which, you know, I can't say that a lot, a lot about other seasons. Yeah. It's really, really, really weird because there are a lot of people messaging me being like, I think this season's terrible. And there's other people who are like, I love this show. This is the best of all three. And I'm like, I don't know where I fit in yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this episode just makes me even angrier at Brooklyn. She just is really very particular about what she likes. Um, that's a, that's okay. We'll discuss it. Uh, but otherwise, it, there are some really interesting characters. Um, but no one is the runaway standout yet. Yeah, not yet. Which is which I like, right? Because yeah, I want I if I am looking for a drag race winner, I want that story to be be, be built up, right? And yeah. Right now, there 
giving the queen some time to show like here's that screen time for people yeah. well let's dive into it chaos is happy that shell was there to help her through all of this but she's not happy she's gone and miss fierce licious will read the mirror message and she's got that sad fiercey voice going on and she says it's really hard what's hard say goodbye or wiping away a mirror message but she's so over it so she stops um clearly this bitch has never done manual labor i was screaming i was like girl why are you taking so long to just erase this not good at it now we're gonna head to the couches where chaos will get emotional about shell and says she's encouraging and a good person and i'm like wait what show are we watching i haven't seen that side of her right i what 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 did we not see that's the real question yeah. what did we not yeah. see? and why did we see what we did see about shell right mm-hmm Bombay will note that her drag had intent and was focused on activism. She said to Bombay that she felt like she was failing her people, but she believes she did them proud. Now, Fierce, she feels terrible. Okay, but really? Or is she just trying to get camera time? She's going to make a comment. She will say, it really sucks having to send someone that you like, like you just know, just got to know so well home. Now, I understand the intent of what she was trying to say, even though I couldn't say it. Um, but I too would snicker like Jada. But Jada knows the consequences for laughing at Miss Fierce Delicious. Jada will mock Fierce probably because she knows her from Toronto and this is all an act. And also because you just met the bitch. Yeah, you're trying to make a TV moment, but this was a lot. Also, this is week four. It is all about Fierce. She is the center of every show this season. She is. She is. Um, the, the camera's loving her though, right? Yes. She's playing up to the camera. That's what I can say. Like, I know, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm not in the show, so I don't know how, how genuine all the girls felt about how she was feeling about this elimination. I mean, according to one, I could just snicker and laugh. <laughs> right. Well, now that that's over for now, Chaos tells Fierce that she's a good lip syncer and that she liked the booty dip. She did it all for her. Uh, clearly we know what Chaos likes. Um, now Fierce will say in sad voice, I gave it to my all, and Jada just starts laughing again. Giselle is laughing. How the hell can anyone take this bitch seriously? But we all know this twink. We all know this twink. We have this twink in our friend group. It's it's the it's the um the 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 monotone twink that uh everything is monotone. I really can't get a grasp of like girl. Like, I can't I can't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, and then Kimmy's beard falls off because what is happening? What is happening? Jada is congratulated for being the Toronto turn-up sensation with her win. She will give kudos to her partner, Irma Gurr. Who? Who's she? She knew? She knew on the show? She will be corrected, and Irma is still waiting for the day that Jada learns her name. Jada's like, there's a D? And Irma's like, you might not expect it, but there is a D. Mm-hmm. She's quick. I like Irma Gurr. I also like saying her name. And Liam, fuck you for saying you don't like her and you'll never toot her looks because of her name fuck you it's such a clever name it's so good well this segment had many moments but it's time for them to get out of drag and jada hudson's here to stay jada is not here to play girl those prayers won't be working because you're sounding off back in the bottom but more on that soon it is a new day and the queens are feeling incredible giselle is ready to kill and when giselle says she's ready to kill i actually believe her because she is a crazy french canadian person Oh, same. Ooh, she, mm. Trust I love her though. Trust every word she says coming out of that mouth. It's, she's a very literal person, so she might actually kill you. Be careful. 
Um, she wants to know what they've all learned the last few weeks. Of course, Kimmy has learned nothing. Chaos has learned to believe in yourself and have fun with the process and have fun with your sisters. Mm-hmm. She's here to represent for her prairie girls. Um, no time like the bottom. I mean, we Vivian. are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Vivian has learned that the power of friendship and Fierce says she is her friend today. It's been reacted. She doesn't hate her anymore. It's been a week. Uh, Fierce has learned that she needs to get out of her head and not show that on stage. So she's going to call out Jada. For TV or for real? You decide. She tells Jada that back at home in Toronto, they talk every single day on the, fo- day on the phone for hours. And I'm like, first off, what twink knows how to use a phone and let alone be on it for hours? Asking you, twink. Uh, don't come at my social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Fierce is like, Jada doesn't talk to her in this competition. She was excited to be there with her, but she feels like she doesn't have her friend there with them. Well, Jada's gobsmacked. <laughs> she even asks her if she's serious. As Bombay says, as she retreats into her sweater, here we go again. The room is very uncomfortable. They're like, what is happening on this day? Uh, Fierce will go on to say that she comforted Jada when she was in the bottom, but Jada didn't even look at her when she was in the bottom. And Giselle puts it correctly. Fierce has a beef with people they don't even know they have a beef with, which feels like me and Monet exchange. (laughs) Monet, I want a glam award. Give me one, please. You don't need both of them. I can't. I can't. But I do have to say, I haven't. I I just have to agree with Giselle on that one. Girl, we no one knows that they're in a beef with her. I don't get it. No one. Do you have beef with people that don't know they're in, they have beef with you? No, because I will tell them. Like I'm yeah. not gonna hold it. I'm not gonna hold it in and then just wait out of nowhere to be like, I got beef with you. Yeah. So dumb. Now Jada will apologize that she feels that way and thought she was just asking Brady, but she didn't know. You know, she felt that way. Fierce will say she was emotional after the lip sync and Giselle will roll her eyes. Cue that picture behind me. (laughs) Fierce will bring up Jada laughing at her again and the room at this time will all just start laughing. Even Fierce is laughing. Girl, you're not real. This is a joke. She's got to be in on this, right? She has to. She has to. Vivian will state that she thinks that when she speaks, it's like the end of the world. And finally, the alarm sounds and this chat is over because I, what else could go wrong? What else could, who else could she have beef with? I'm sure she has beef with Giselle for having long hair. I think so too. I mean, at this point, yeah, I, I really just don't know. I mean, she's, okay, I'll give it to her. Girl knows how to play up to the camera because I just, she, she's making content. That's what she's doing. Yes. She's making content. <laughs> she is a TikTok star. She knows how to make content. Yep. I am not a TikTok star and don't know how to make content. Um, as Jeremy messaged me the other day saying you need to make reels. Um, so if anyone would like to teach me, I, I am here for it. Please teach me how to make a reel and make my social media better, please. Oh, man. I mean, like, like I, I love Disney content. We all know I love Disney content. And Molly from all years has now moved on to her new venture with her husband and her friend um, Mammoth Club. It's really cool, Disney, whatever. You know how many followers they start that they got yesterday on Instagram, and they started yesterday. How much? Twenty three thousand. How? That's how many people followed her from the other thing to this one. Yeah, and they have started a Patreon. Do you know how much they made in one day f- with the people doing Patreon for them? How much? 10,000. 
They're getting ten thousand a month through Patreon. What am I doing wrong? I could pay off my student debt in that one. Pay- wow. Okay. Yeah. That's what are much. we doing wrong? Right. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be doing a lot more Disney content, people. So if you love Disney, hey, that hit me up. We're gonna do a lot more because that's apparently where the money is. I'm. I'm gonna try to sell my feet picks. That's Go try. for it. I, I'm. I'm sure you have lovely feet. You know, we with some good Photoshop, they can be a magical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Tracy arrives to reveal that today's mini challenge brought to you by their friends with benefits at Trojan. I need a friend with benefits. Anyone, anyone, listeners, Bueller, Bueller, uh, they will be putting uh, their oral skills to the test as they share their message to the world as they become keynote speakers at Trojan Presents Tuck Talks. They have 20 minutes to get into Girl Boss Quick Drag and then improv their way through an entertaining and pleasurable lecture, but they won't know the topic. I feel like you'd be like good at this one. Yeah, I mean, as a pro professional in presenting, either like you could bullshit your way through it. Yeah, yes, I can. I presented so many times where I'd be like, I don't know what's next, but I know what I'm gonna say. Right? You got conviction. You 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 have the confidence to make everyone believe everything you're saying. Yes, yes. You should run for president. We we gotta start at Congress first. Okay, like you're right. What what state? What state are you gonna? I would probably, I think for me, it depends where I end up in the next few years. But if I end up back in New York City, I'll probably run for Congress. And do it. Yeah. My God. I can't wait to see who your first man's going to be. Oof. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, first off, we I want that giant tuck sign like for the front lawn. Like that was really cool. I'll take it. <laughs> um, now this will be done in a montage format. So we're really just gonna go through the highlights and the lowlights, and there were a lot of lowlights. Um, speaking of, Jada is wearing a yellow suit skirt combo from the 80s and it's god awful, but her speaking was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I think um, I think what she did in this little mini challenge was what I would expect, like a seasoned performer at at a, yes. at a night show, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It happens, you go with it. Um, speaking of what Jada was wearing, um, not great, but she's there to talk about the raw truth. Her journey from single to soulmate. Do I have to be my own soulmate? Was that the moral of this story? I think it, I think it was. Fuck. Great. Um, Giselle will tell us that she was from the previous seminars, how to do quick drag with a beard, and is orange the new black? It's because she's wearing orange. <laughs> very literal she's very literal people take her literally vivian's story begins that she was laying on her bed and crocheted a man out of her cat's hair she's a kooky one i was dying laughing though on that that was a good one mm-hmm. that was a good one um, i will be taking jada's advice uh, i will be finding my love at the, behind her condo by the dumpster near an old mattress i'll, I'll be right behind you love too I'll be right behind you. Now, Bombay and that red hair was not serving businesswoman. It was serving, that's a man, Maury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bombay's tall. Bombay's very, very tall. Extremely. Extremely. Didn't expect that. Um, fierce. And a pink wig. No. No, 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 girl. What Are you just being like, I don't want to wear this for a main challenge. So here, we're going to, this is what I brought with me. What do you, What? <laughs> So bad, so bad. Now, one of my favorite lines. It's not because it was a funny line, but it's because the way pre- she presented it. This is the beautiful island of Newfoundland. It's bigger in person. 
I love Irma's dryness. <laughs> She's so stupid. She is. And I, I have to give it up for her. She was, I mean, again, on the spot, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out stuff. Because they damn well didn't know what that next slide is. And was she be. is using her platform to remind people that Newfoundland is actually a real place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go there? No. But it's real. She was like, we're, we're, she was like I'm going to do the heavy lifting for this. Mm-hmm. Love is a roller coaster. We went up and then we went down. That That's honestly love, honestly. Now, Giselle tells us she wanted to blow her boyfriend on the roller coaster, but... He said no because there were cameras. Now, how often do you think that actually happens at Disney? I'm going to think it happens a lot. I've said if you're going to do it anywhere, it's the Haunted Mansion because it's already dark. We're in that little doom buggy. It's dark rooms. Yes, yeah, dark rooms. Mm-hmm. Just saying, um, if anyone would like to try it out with me, let's let's do it. But if I get kicked out of Disney for life, it's your fault. Um, that being said, um, when we get to the bar graph, None of them knew what to do. They're like, this is a graph. I don't know the last time I saw a bar graph, nor do I want to ever see a bar graph in my life because I don't want to do that kind of work in my life. Um, and then surprise, this is just a commercial for a Trojan, Bearskin Raw, Canada's thinnest, aka Miss Fierce Delicious. At least she was quick with that one. She was. She was quick with that one. Um, but in the conclusion, I think the story, the moral is get married. I, soulmate? What, what, what? I thought it was jerk off straight into a condom, but I guess there, that maybe it is. Maybe it is. Have you ever used Trojan bear, bear skin raw? I have not. I think I should. I think, I think the Queens convinced me. Yeah. They did a very good job. Good job. Yeah. Well, Tracy deems the winner is Jada Shada Hudson. I mean, obviously she did speak the most. She will win $2,000 and $500 worth of pleasure products from Trojan. That's a lot. That's a lot of products. <laughs> That's a lot of condoms. Maybe Jada's ass sexually active that she's going to use it all. Um, or she can make a condom dress. Condom dress? I would be giving it out at drag shows. Be like, here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, take, yep. take. Well, Tracy tells them that they are all smart cookies, but they have to start thinking outside the box. Each of them will be assigned a box, which is labeled. They have to use the contents to create an ultra-fashionable runway look that outshines their competition. So she basically told them what they're going to be doing without the big reveal yet. Irma's excited. For her, when it comes to designing, she can do it all, including needle felting, which whatever that gesture was supposed to be is apparently needle felting or... Um, was... Fucking. Yeah. Fisting? Maybe it's fisting. Maybe she... Was going, yeah, she was going... <laughs> I think maybe Irma Gerd is into fisting. There it is. She does like puppets. Ha <laughs> um, ha! Jada's going to be able to assign the boxes and... She's going to assign them which whoever suits the label best. Time for drama. Now, Spooky will go to Chaos. Crusty and Dusty is Giselle. Quirky goes to Kimmy. Old Fashioned goes to Bombay. Sporty is Irma. Crafty for Lady Boom Boom. Fiery for Jada. Basic and Flirty are left, which means we're going to avoid drama, though. Fierce gets Flirty. Vivian gets Basic. Now, we're not going to hear any pushback on any of this because we know what's going to happen, but Jada was fucking shady. Oh, she was. Like, if those were actually the contents in those boxes, people would have been furious. Mm -hmm. But she got an easy way out of this one. I'm kind of mad that no one got to push back. She got, yeah. I I was anticipating, we know, Miss Who, um, 
to get pissed that she also was like, why did you give me this like second to last? Yeah. Now the queens grab their boxes and head to their stations and they're told to open it at the same time. And that should have been our cue to know exactly what's about to happen. As they dive in, they're all going to have the same materials. They've been bamboozled. Uh, but don't worry about the label. They just have to serve a fair slot. Bombay likes that they all have the same material as it's a level playing field. And I think this is good. I love this challenge. I love this idea. Yeah, no, I think it, what I liked about it was because everyone was able to get the same materials, same amount, like we are really going to be diving into like who's really creative right. and come up with some ideas when we all have the same thing that we don't even all look the same. Now, you know, the RuPaul is going to be like, we are going to do it on my show. And it's going to be the first time it's ever happened. That other show didn't exist. Right. <laughs> Vivian is feeling good. She has a direction and she's going to go for it. She shares that she's going to have snaps and fringe and she's going to love her look today. She's going to be 80s Barbarella goes to the Oscars. She just wants to show the judges who Vivian is. And once again, she's not going to be able to because she's going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Lady Boom Boom asks Irma what she thinks of doing she wants to mix the fabrics to have blue on one side she wants to do a retro futuristic club kid and then fierce comes over to ask lady boom boom her thoughts and irma's like are you gonna rely on boom boom for this challenge again and fierce is like i asked her for her opinion just like you and irma's like haha she asked me bitch i love that irma's like i'm gonna have one up on her i'm gonna do it and she did it she did it she did it and but also like yeah can we just not have Fierce, like, get like someone else to work for her. Okay, you do you enjoy drama? I do enjoy drama. Great. Um, you don't have to name names. You can if you want. Who's the fierce in your group? In, in my friend group. Uh huh. Oh gosh. If it, if you can't figure it out, it's you. It can't be me. It's not me. <laughs> I know me. I know, and I know my friends will call me out if I was like that. <laughs> Who's the fierce in your friend group? Mm. I do have an image in my head. I can reveal later after the Okay, hunt. good, good, good. I'm excited. Yeah. Jeremy, not getting any names out here. We're <laughs> not, not trying to have some fierce drama right now. No. Um, Lady Boom Boom will simply tell fierce not to reinvent the wheel, just make it roll. Wise words. Logic. Just, just do it. Just, girl, just do it. Giselle's not scared of the sewing challenge. She wants to make sure her look is polished, pretty, and clean. And Lady Boom Boom is feeling the pressure, though, after winning the first design challenge. She's raised the bar so high, she is her worst competition now. And Kimmy, though, she's nervous because she doesn't want to be basic, but she does, But she also did avant-garde last design challenge. Mm-hmm. Which apparently won't matter, but we'll get into that. Tracy arrives to see where the girls are at, and I was like, why is Tracy the fashion guru? Where, where, where's Brad? Where's Brad this week? Where's Brad? Where's the potential special guest judge? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Jada. She did a sketch. But Tracy notes there are cardboard circles. What's the circles? Well, she says it's going to be alien or galaxy, but she really meant futuristic. She wants them as boobs because the fabric is silver. And Tracy is like, I'm a little bit concerned about the timing, but I blame Tracy for what will be shown on the runway because she did technically approve this. She did approve it. She did approve it. It was, and we'll get to it later, but it was a miss. Oh, so. yeah. Giselle's turn, and she is planning like Valentino or Versace. Uh, she knows a lot, she does a lot of camp, but this time she's going to show high fashion. 
uh, if you showed me a Valentino Versace, I'd be like, I don't know which is which. Right. No, you can't. You can't. Nope. Tracy asks her if she thinks this will be her breakthrough, and Giselle says yes. She wants to win. If it works well, Giselle will make her one. And I'm sure she did. There have been many times where the judges have like, make me one. Do you think any of the contestants have ever fallen through and made them something? I think so. I hope so. Yeah. And also, like, you know, they'll have, obviously, the if they have done it, the execution would be way better because they're not under a time constraint. <laughs> Literally. Bombay arrives and she is starting with a veil. Oh, that's what that was supposed to be? Okay. <laughs> it's going to then lead to a bodysuit that is lined. Bombay says she was in her head the first few weeks, and now that she gets to concentrate herself, she's going to be great. Great. Lady Boom Boom wants to give Tracy something big with moving. She just doesn't want her to hear that it's swallowing her, and Tracy's like, well, if you're thinking it, how will you overcome it? Okay, so she's kind of smart. She knows she knows how to tell her what to do. Boom Boom says she'll have structure on top and flow on the bottom. Now we have Fierce, who wants to do something structured. She wants to use the black metallic material as fringe. And Tracy will ask her what the story is. And Fierce says, please send me home this week. Good story. Tell another. Right. <laughs> Kimmy's going to arrive with her friend body form. And she wants to go 90. So Tracy is like more structured. And Kimmy's like, yeah, or flowy. She don't know what the 90s was, clearly. Yeah, no, she clearly doesn't at all. I know there are a lot of people who enjoy Kimmy. I am not a Kimmy fan because she is definitely someone whose confidence is there and I appreciate the confidence. But when you're so confident and always wrong, I can't, I can't be, I can't because I all I want to do is correct you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Kimmy is under pressure because her drag mother won all the design challenges last season. She may just have a win, but she's hungry for more. Chaos. Chaos arrives and brings her paper flowers and Tracy will ask about it. And Chaos says she loves taking something crafty and making it as elegant as she can. Listen, Tracy girl, you were warned. You know this is her drag and you let her do it. You, Tracy Melcher, have blood on your hands. All her fault. Literally all her fault. (laughs) Tracy will pose the question if it will serve her well. And she says she needs to be true to her drag. It was all here. They knew it was coming. Yes, exactly. They knew it. So no one got played when they saw what they saw. No one got played. Nope. Vivian and her Western ensemble arrive. Um, do you have any Western wear? Do I? No. I feel like you need a cowboy hat and assless chaps. I should get assless chaps, but I'll probably mm-hmm. put like... Mm, I'll probably put like a Speedo. Like... Fair, I'll layer fair. it because you know uh-huh. I can't I can't give the goodies away for free. That's true. That's true. Hundred dollars um, on uh, OnlyFans. Right. You can subscribe now for four ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> um, oh my god. I no. I I've been thinking about not even just Western apparel because you know Jeremy loves his skinny jeans. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I want to know like let me feel that like what does it feel like to have some baggy pants on just for a bit? Oh wow! A different okay. aesthetic. Different aesthetic. We got we got to experiment, right? The- Jeremy gonna sag. Right? Imagine. <laughs> Could you imagine? Now, Vivian is gonna be going for her busty 80s fantasy and she hopes it will wow the judges. She just wants to bring home a win and she's very desperate for it. Irma is up and she's inspired by the pom-pom, so she's gonna make a headpiece. Tracy is reluctant and asks if she'll be standing out from the others. 
Bitch, did you not just hear what she's going to do? Of course she's going to be standing out from the other. She's going to have a pom-pom headpiece. Irma's head is in the game. She hasn't looked around, though. She's just East Coasting. <laughs> she really is. She really is. Tracy is about to leave. And you know what she doesn't do? She neglects to reveal that Jimbo is the guest judge, which means we miss the reactions from the room. Right. Like, I would have loved to know, like, what they would have... Would, would the designs have been pressured differently in their, like, design challenges if they revealed who the guest judge was? Or they did reveal it was Jimbo, and they're all like, really, fuck you, and, and that's why they took it out. Yep. I mean, it could be. We, ne- we Because we know. do celebrations on Dragon Race now. We don't do the negative shit. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Raja. Um, right. Back to the designing. Chaos is spray gluing, and apparently it's getting to Jada. She believes she's going to kill them with the fumes. Now, I've all, I've done arts and crafts. You've done arts and crafts. Do that shit outside. Right. Right. Go to the parking lot. Go to production parking lot. <laughs> but I'm sure the show's like, no, we need to see you design. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember um, that little musical called West Side Story with the Jets and the Sharks? Yes. Uh, welcome to the new rivalry in Canada. It's the Hot Glow Gun Girls versus the Seamsters. Which team are you on? I'm on the Seamsters. Uh-huh, because you like peace and quiet. Yes, I do. Especially if I'm uh, trying to create shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's glue versus hum. The Seamsters have a lot less drama, according to Bombay. It's not the vibe she's used to. She's used to more emotions and screaming and how they felt about the challenge. Um, do, you, do, do you know who she's referring to? I think we all know who she's referring to. Is she fierce? She's so fierce. So fierce. Bombay likes being around Giselle and Vivian as there's just not a lot of bickering. Everyone is focused on the assignment. Um, I was that person in school. I was the one who was always focused on the assignment. I was not fun. Fuck you if you're trying to take my time away. Um, what were you like? Were you the kid who was focused or were you like the one like twerking in the corner? I was a focused one. I was the, I want to get this shit done. Can you all just shut the fuck up so I can get my shit done? And that way we all could be out of here. <laughs> exactly. That's how it should work, people. Fierce will go over to Jada and ask her sister how she's feeling about her outfit. Kimmy will ask her what she's going for. And Fierce, I'm going to say is trying to be helpful and say alien, but Jada's like, no, it's not alien. To her defense, that is what she did say to Tracy, and you know that Fierce Delicious listens into all those conversations. She sure does. She sure does. Jada will tell us that she's going Judy Jetson, and when I heard this, I said, when has Judy Jetson ever been a positive term on this show? Know your history! Judy Jetson Hooker! Boom! Bomb! These queens got a little need a little touch up with some knowledge. <laughs> they sure do. I, I I'm thinking I want to do some store, sort of drag race historian style podcast series. Like maybe go through each season, like do a little history of the season and all that, rather than go episode by episode again. Because, <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I, I it would be a fun feature to like um, recap a full season from the past and go forward. Hey, look. If you do that, like I said, that's some great reels and TikTok material right there. Okay, great. Fine. Can you do me one other favor? Yes. Can you ask Shangela to help me? And like, like, give me one little moment when I do season two and three. Let me talk to her. 
Okay. Well, you got you got to you got one. You got to upload it first though, and then I we got we got tag her. We got tag her. Of course, of course. Um, I want to meet her. I want to. She seems fun. So sweet, so sweet. Everyone should meet her. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe if I'm still down here when she's down in uh, North Carolina, um, I'll get to go see her. My yeah, mom. I, my mom I, loves Shangela. I will be seeing her in Boston though. Oh, fine. Mm-hmm. I got to introduce my mom to Rose the other day. She was very, very happy. She loves Rose. Aww. Yeah. We love that. All right. Bad things so, make people happy. They do. Most of them. They do. <laughs> All right. It's elimination day. Someone will be going home. And the chat starts off with how everyone started doing drag. Irma shares that she started making shows and booking out bars that were empty rooms until they got bigger and bigger. And can you ask? If she's the only one from her province, girl, no, there's at least two. <laughs> That's like asking a queen from like the Midwest, being like, are you the only one from your town? Yeah. Could uh, you imagine if someone asked someone from New York, are you the only one from New York? I know. And you're like, huh? <laughs> Kimmy started drag as she was in a dance group and was oversharing the spotlight. She had a friend who brought her to a drag show where her reaction was, no one can dance. Are we shocked by this reaction? We are not shocked. So her friend said, if you have critiques, show them yourself. The owner will tell her that they don't book women, to which she said she was a dude. And this is a conversation Kimmy will discuss very nonchalantly, but really it's a kind of a huge topic. It is. There are many gay bars around the world who will not hire cisgender women who are drag queens, but this conversation is even bigger than that because while we don't know Kimmy's timeline of her transition, this is probably before she transitioned. So she was forced into a gender when she may not have wanted to in that moment. Mm-hmm. While she does say ever since then she's been booked and blessed, it's Irma who will say it's stupid people's conceptions of gender as drag is about subverting genders. Bombay will say even if drag queens are meant to be female impersonators, what does it mean to be a woman? It's different now. Who is to define what a woman should look like? She says that everybody, everything they do is barred from women, but so many times when a woman goes on stage, they are told it's not for them. It's hypocritical for sure. It's not just a man's sport. Kimmy once was given pushback and told that she needed to present the illusion, and she clapped back and said, do you think you look like a woman? Of course she did. Of course she did. But Boom Boom was told by a woman once that she was appropriating women and using female just to make money. She was hurt, and she was also hurt that she was assumed her gender. Irma got into a fight once when they told her they do drag to mock women, and she's like, what? No. She says it's celebrating femininity. If you make fun of women, you get your drag license revoked. Before we get to the next point, I want to discuss all we just what I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Fascinating conversations, and we don't talk about it enough. No, we don't. Um... And it also like this larger conversation. Um, and, and I think a lot of folks have had discourse on this, right? Um, the ways in which queer men end up dominating the queer scene, right? Yes. And then they're typically white cisgender gay men yeah. who are the ones that are making these arbitrary rules of like, you know, who's allowed to be in here? Who's allowed to do X, Y, and Z? Uh, which is like counterproductive to right. why these spaces were created in the first place. 
And I, again, I think maybe there's a lot that got cut out of this conversation. Um, but again, Kimmy being told um, they don't hire women when it sounded like at that time she hadn't transitioned yet. Um, that hurts. And it, there are other people who have been in that position before. So I wish she, she would have spoke on that a little more and, and, and at least ex- explained how she felt. Because Kimmy Couture will tell you how she's feeling, but she won't tell you how she's actually feeling. Feeling, yep. Because this, this could have been a whole, I mean, they, they brought it up in, in subtle ways, uh, the misogyny that, that exists. Right. But also, like, I think about the ways in which there's there's gay men that say, oh, trans women are shouldn't be able to do drag because it's cheating. Right. Like, what is it? That, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean cheating? And right. again, another stepping stone for Kimmy to have to overcome. Yep. So like she, she, her journey in drag has probably been more difficult than anyone in this cast. I want to hear more about it. Yeah. Have the and platform, use it. I, and I wonder if things were just cut because of editing reasons. Because right. I, 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 I wonder, I wonder or, what could have been said. Or it's cut for what she's going to say next. And this is why I want to say this. Yeah. Now, Kimmy will say something I don't necessarily agree with. She says that she wakes up and gets asked a lot of questions and wants to know why she can't have a break and they do the research themselves. Well, sweetie pie, you have a platform to teach and guide and that's how you can ensure that people will now know what to say and understand how you want them to. If you send them off to figure it out on their own, don't be upset if they make a mistake because you know you would. I didn't like what Kimmy said here. Maybe I'm wrong, but as a trans woman, she's able to have these conversations and it's not, teaching shouldn't be a negative thing. Yeah, I, I think there's this, this duality that um, I was grappling with with those comments, right? Cause I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, I should not be using my, my lived experience or experiences to educate you all the time, right? Cause that's, that's, that's right. some labor. That's some emotional labor. And I was sure. like, I'm also a firm believer. I want to get paid for my emotional labor. So I feel that. And I'm holding the reality of the fact that she also has a platform, right? She has, she has that voice. And I'm also not, I'm also holding also the fact that, you know, do people really want to be a voice for their community, right? When sure. they're in that community. Um, but it was, it was, it was tough to hold all of those together on a net, like, and also seeing that person on a national platform. Right. Because it's, it's not easy to teach yourself a lot of the things other people are going through, um, especially with gender and pronouns and all these things that certain political people are trying to make into this negative um, woke agenda but really it's all about people and how they present themselves and why it's important so when you have someone asking you those kinds of questions it's probably not from a negative approach they're actually genuine there to learn and be proper when they approach you Mm -hmm. Um, because again i really do think if someone misgendered her or said the wrong thing to her she'd be she'd go off so don't get mad if they they did the research and did the research wrong because they don't have the tools to know. And that's, it's a very double-edged sword. 
Yeah, it is a double-edged sword because you can say, go Google it. What they end up, what if they end up Googling the wrong phrases and what- Right, because up? unfortunately, if you do gender pronouns, the first thing you're going to Google right now in a new search is Demi Lovato. And it was, it's a non-headline, but it, it's a headline. And unfortunately, one of the, the comments she made that's being circulated is, well, um, they, them was just how she was feeling uh, last year. Well, that's acceptable, but taken out of context, it's not helpful to understand why pronouns are helpful. Right. And it also, it, it gives a false impression that like we're thinking about, we're in this topic of pronouns. It gives a false impression that our gender is not fluid, right? right. So whoever is searching that has no knowledge of that is like, what do you mean this person can do this, right? Or people right. can do that, right? Or someone can hold multiple gender identities at a time or none at all. Exactly. For, now, for I, I hope Kimmy watching this back takes a second and says, okay, I meant what I said. Let me rephrase it and take it back a little bit. And I have my platform. I'm going to use it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But regardless, I love these mirror talks when they're very important and get people talking like we're talking now. That's what Drag Race should do. Aside from entertain and give us fierce drama, fierce, um, teach us. Give us the opportunity to learn because you're not reaching out just to queer people. You're reaching out to other people who want to be a part of the community and be a part of it properly. Yep. And it also allows to, to disbunk this, this misconception just because you're part of the queer community means you know everything, right? Exactly. Even queer people within our communities need to be educated on one another within our yep. community, how to support and love, love each other and be there for one another. Yep. All right. Runway time. Brooklyn looks fantastic in blue with her little tigers. Didn't get it, but she had a lot of tigers. She's the tiger queen. Tiger queen. Uh, we have Tracy Melcher in drag iridescent. Every drag queen has worn that before. Uh, artist and activist Serene Fox. Um, and global phenom and baloney lover Jimbo decked out in pleather and those funky platform heels. Now, I don't know time. Time doesn't make sense to me. Did this episode shoot before or after Verse the World aired? I think it had to be, you know, it had why? To be it the had same to be, time. It had to be the same time, and Brooklyn would have had to known right. that, that had been filmed already. Or being, or filmed. they already there, or they made like an inside thing, like this is going to happen. It's going to be a big thing. Do it. Yep, because they did make a reference to verses. She sure darn did. All right, category is bitch stole my look, and in honor of the runway, we are going to play trendsetter or fashion thief. All right, all right, Bombay. What is that silver fabric? Why? I wish she didn't have it. The cat suit, well done. She looked like Storm if she were a drag queen. Come on, drag queens in the MCU. Uh, the idea was there. She just needed a little bit of an editing. And yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Again, I agree with you. Just And the judges even said it too. A little bit of editing. Like, I didn't need all those rhinestones in your eyes, girl. I, I would have loved the fiercer, <laughs> slicker makeup. Um, and I, don't, I think the reveal was unnecessary because you could have- had the same impact if you didn't have it and you were confident in your outfit. I agree. Chasey respects that she incorporated her journey into her runway, which I don't know what that meant. Uh, Brooklyn says the elements worked, but didn't need the reveal. Once she got it off, she really enjoyed the outfit. She says cat suits were not easy to do. So she congratulates her on pushing the extra mile. 
Bombay well, will note that she changed her makeup, but Brooklyn's like even smaller. And I'm like, what are you asking for? Do you want her, your face on her face? It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I think she wants, I think she wants her to go straight up like high fashion. She wants high fashion makeup. She's tall. That's it, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Uh, Brooklyn, we're going to talk about you and your biases in a bit. Uh, Jimbo says the reveal was more comedic than it was supposed to be. It was ghosts under the bedsheet. He likes the loose layering as it gives a lot of texture to the purple. And Serene likes the creativity and sparkle. I'm going to give this a trendsetter. I, I, I think it was good. I give it, I give it a trendsetter. Um, Bombay, don't hate me. I would love for you to use a little bit more padding if you're using padding. She knows it. She's aware. Yeah, because... It just, she's, she's aboard. This could this could have been such a stronger look if we just had a little bit of padding to just give the shape, just a little shape. I agree. Audience, um, not really in love with it. Fifty-seven percent trendsetter, forty-three percent fashion peak. Vivian Vanderpuss, I love this. She looks fun. She looks eighties. The dress is sexy. The slit is right. Did she stone those tights? Probably. Uh, I don't think she needed the dangling pieces because they didn't really have an impact the way I think she wanted it. But mm-hmm. she's moving in the right direction. She's doing very well. Yeah, she's doing very well. It, like, I don't have... Comp- it was very safe. Very... It wasn't like, wow, I was really wild with this look. But, girl, yeah. you did the job. You you did the job. It is safe. And I will give it a trendsetter. Trendsetter. Audience, 60% trendsetter, 40% fashion thief. Giselle Lullaby. Uh, she really is serving you, Laura Dern, in Star Wars. That was almost a replica of that look. Uh, this was impeccable. I would have loved to see it without the purple, but since they were limited with supplies, it adds a new level of couture. From a distance, the stones are right. Up close, they do look a be- bit cheap, but this was a runway moment. It was. I, I really enjoyed this look. Uh, I think, I mean, and, and we can get, get to it if you're going to bring it up about the the contest the they're contesting uh the jewels or the amount of jewels that uh-huh, were- uh-huh. what would you want because I oh you want to know what I want yeah what do you want okay so the the jewels that were on the the sleeve or like the the chest part area yeah. I would have loved that on the purple uh huh uh-huh. okay like as a collar I, like I could yeah. that could have been on a collar. Or it could have been like a design of the breasts coming in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Brooklyn says it's pretty impeccable and can't believe she made it there and boned it. She didn't need all the diamonds in the purple. Tracy says everything she spoke about was manifested on the runway. It was beautiful coming and going. I love the detail on the wrist. Oh, and Tracy wanted more diamonds. Serene says when she first walked out, she couldn't take it all in with so much going on, but calls it great. She loved the diamonds as is. Um, and this is just confusing to everybody. What? Does Jimbo think? I don't think Jimbo cares about diamonds. Jimbo does say that from the waist down, he would have liked a side slit where she can show more leg to break up the fabric. <sighs> I don't agree with that. I, 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 that because that would have been, it wouldn't have been such a part because that, that would have been just a regular dress you probably see at. Exactly. Yeah. And this gave different. This gave this gave you drag and high yeah. fat simultaneously. I agree. It's a trendsetter. Trendsetter. Audience: eighty-three percent trendsetter, seventeen percent fashion thief. Kimmy Couture. This is not nineties. Well, maybe twenty nineties. 
Uh, this is very futuristic, very sexy. Yes, she's done this style before. She does it well, but she will need to show some diversity soon. I was worried about the breast piece when we did the walkthrough, but it turned out very well. How she happened to have the perfect hair for this look is beyond me, but it's a very well put together look and you can't deny that. Yeah, so well put together. Something we've seen already, but you know, it's, yeah, she did, she did what she had to do. Brooklyn says that she set the runway on fire and she knows what she's doing. She says the detail is well done and nicely crafted. Her problem is she's seen her wear this outfit before. She wants something different. Serene is a sucker for a good harness. Um, I was like, that, that's a harness? Okay, fine. Uh, do you have a harness like that? I, I don't have a harness like that. And oh, I, one. <laughs> my, oh I need to get, I should get one. Yeah, we, you, you need one. Um, but she thought it was really well done and loved the superhero-esque gamer character. Jimbo loved the warrior elf vibe and it's giving a little bit promo for Verse the World. Was she on that? Right. It's like, was she? And those queens probably be like, girl, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Literally, they're like, what's the, what? Is that, is that a show? Right. You want it? Did you win? No. Uh, Jimbo was robbed, but you know who's robbed even more? Pangina Heels! That part. That part. Kimmy, I will give you a trendsetter. It's a very good look. Trendsetter. Even though I've seen it before, girl. Audience loved it. 100% trendsetter, 0% fashion thief. Miss Fierce Delicious. I hate how low the V goes, but I, as far as fashion, it's a knockout. I love what she did with the metallic trimming. She has a great body and can get away with this and create a force shape with the garment. If it had not been for the trimming showing the sparkle, this would have been a very flawed look. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is it fashion? Is it fashion? It's fashion. It's fashion. It's fashion. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love this look. I was looking at ways this could have been elevated in a different way. And I would have loved something. I don't know. I would have loved even, I don't know, something something on her back that popped out yeah. on, on the shoulders. Something to give it also, like, I, I, I love the front. I was like, I would love to see something else in the back, too. I agree. Um, trendsetter trendsetter audience yeah they agree 92 percent trendsetter eight percent fashion thief irma gerd uh she had a rough go here and i think she was presented fine it's just not fashion and brooklyn is campist that means she hates camp queens that i said it you hate was, camp queens that was very true and she i mean you go first because i i have i have I have thoughts well, about this. She wanted clown. She delivered clown. It may not be highly elevated look, but it's unique. The headband, headpiece is silly. Uh, the bust does leave a lot to be desired. It's not the worst. This is safe in most seasons. This was just a very good design challenge. Yep. It was It was safe. Um, I wonder, for me, right, what could have, because they were all at the outfit, I think having clown makeup that was also kind of more high fashion, more elevated, right? could have brought out the look even more um yeah and i think it was just i think honestly too it was like paying attention to the little details right what was interesting is she's the only one who used blue yeah no one else used blue very interesting brooklyn says she came alive on the runway she thinks she was having fun to distract from the outfit itself she says everything looks a little bit messy jimbo says the outfit is giving him a lot of season one vibes 
Jimbo's getting Rita's snowball challenge and the headpiece getting their paper dress and the hoop skirt and Rita's clown twin challenge. There's a lot of nostalgia in the look. That wasn't a negative critique. It wasn't, it wasn't. a positive critique. It was, it was a, positive. It was a fact critique. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy says she would have loved it to be simpler and tighter and focus on details. She can do really well. Serene says the look all fit except the bust. She thinks the performance was great, but the outfit was not for her. Um, no, it's a fashion thief. Yeah, fashion thief. There's just so many ways that this. I feel like this could have been elevated. Again, yeah. it was just it was just paying attention to the small details, right? Because even her the the top portion of of her outfit, if that was just a little bit more tighter, I think if she used the trimming, the metallic trimming, like every that everyone else used, it could have done something to it because yep. she had no sparkle. It was very flat. Yep. Audience, 35%. Trendsetter, 65%. Fashion thief. All right, next up is Lady Boom Boom. Uh, She's a baby doll. Uh, I think the dress is immaculate. I loved it. I wish she didn't do the lace leggings because they were quite distracting from the actual look itself. The bow is big and campy. This is a runway show look that's right amount of drag. Yep, I agree. I, the only, okay, because I I agree with you. The, The leggings were very distracting. I w- would have loved that lace on top. Yeah. Versus the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It's still trend center. It is. And she was like, she's like, I'm giving you, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Audience, 71% trend center, 29% fashion thief. I'm mixed. It's hard. Uh, if there was an in-between, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> this one's definitely not an in-between. Jada Shade Hudson. No, Pumpkin, no. Uh, give her credit that she felt confident enough to walk out in this. I would have said I respectively quit. Um, this is terrible. It's easily one of the worst looks in Drag Race history. Lala, you in danger, girl. You almost got your title snatched. The headpiece. It's so horrible. The Afro puff that doesn't even match the other hair. I don't comprehend what my eyes are seeing. It is arts and crafts. Like if you are going to come for chaos later, you best look at yourself in the mirror and say, I done fucked up real bad. Yeah, I, the the puff made no sense. Would have, what would have made sense with this puff is if she had the wig to match it and or if she took off the, if she took off that hat thing, whatever she constructed, right? And the poof came down and revealed yeah. revealed a wig. Yeah. That would I would have I would have been sold on I would have been sold, right? Um I'm also just not this is me being nitpicky. I'm not a fan of red and silver together. <gasps> I know. Oh okay. Wow. We're we're gonna take a second here. I know, I know. Anything else before I get to the critiques? No. Oh, oh, the, those cardboard little circles. That's it. Yeah. All right. So Brooklyn will ask her to tell her about the outfit. And Jada says she's feeling Jada, Shada Jetson and was going for futuristic. And Brooklyn says it's not good for her. Serene says she loves where the cut is, the, the cut is hitting her hip line. She thought the headpiece was red lipstick in a silver tube. A new show from Davina DeCampo. <laughs> So, listeners, um, my dear friend Jeremy just now insulted my goddess, Davina DeCampo. I did. We know how I feel when people 
betray me and my love for Davina DeCampo. We're going to have, have a long discussion, my friend. We will. We will. Tracy says it's a lot going on. She doesn't know why the headpiece. Jimbo says part of the gig is selling the garment no matter what you have on, and that's where the wheels fell off. This is a fashion thief. Big fashion thief. I'm not calling out anybody. The audience. 4% trendsetter, 96% fashion thief. That means one person said yes. This is good. This, this wasn't it. This wasn't it. I'm hoping it was an oopsie. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> and finally, chaos. She is a crafty queen. She has crafted something stunning. At the end of the day, it is a design challenge, not a sewing challenge. So she designed something, and I commend her. Yes, she had elements of her week one creation, but like Kimmy, she got the same fucking critique and was in the top. Right. Some inconsistencies. So we got some inconsistencies. Very much so. Uh, I like how this layers and the movement. It's true to her. She's very much robbed. That's my opinion. Yep. Same. Um, I honestly, I love the construction of this. Again, yeah. We've seen the silhouette before, but she crafted this. She created she this. Brooklyn says her makeup is very cool and the feather hand, headband is her signature. She's going to call it cumbersome as she couldn't walk in it. Serene loves the aesthetics and wants to know more about the story. Chaos says she is a weird, crafty, chaotic drag queen. She grew up poor and made a lot to makeshift things, and this is a dress in the style of her crafting. Jimbo says they've seen this layering technique before on Drag Race. Tracy loves the artistry of her look, but it's very similar to previous looks they've seen from her, which apparently is fine for Kimmy. Serene wishes that the top framed her a different way, and so she didn't feel like she was inside of something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this got me heated. It's a trendsetter. It, it is a trendsetter. I liked it. I think it was a good look. Yep. Audience loved it too. 75% trendsetter, 25% fashion thief. Brooklyn's going to call forward Giselle, Irma, Chaos, Bombay, Kimmy, and Jada as the tops and bottoms, leaving Vivian, Pierce, and Boom Boom as safe. Do you agree? I agree with the saves, yeah. Yeah. Well, it all works. Now, before the tops and bottoms can leave, Brooklyn wants actual chaos, and it's going to ask who should go home and why. Well, Bombay knows that she's got to start off this gig, and she's going to start off by saying chaos. She's going to say she's an amazing drag performer, but the outfit is something they've seen on Design Challenge before on this season. Giselle says Jada. The hat, everything not for her. Kimmy will say Jada. She's sorry for her and loves her. Irma says Jada. Jada will say chaos, and chaos will go with Jada. That's two for chaos, four for Jada. And get ready. Because the math ain't mapping after this. No, it's not. Back in the workroom, the safe girls are greeted with attention. Irma is sobbing as she is going through it. She shares that they asked the question and she says she had to say Jada, to which Jada says, you didn't have to say Jada. Oof. Irma is going to defend herself by saying they needed to say a name. Bombay is the only one who said Jada, as she said she would never say Jada. To insert herself in the moment, though, Fierce will ask, who she says. Bombay says chaos, and Fierce is kind of bewildered by that. Chaos is pissed off, but not because she asked Bombay about her look and said it was fine, but she let her go out there and say it was fine. And now Fierce is going to jump in again. She will say that Bombay did that to her week one, where she said her look 
was good until Untucked, where she said she should be on the bottom. And the heat is on, and Bombay is sizzling. Giselle says if they didn't want their opinion, they wouldn't ask them the question. And Bombay is like, if I didn't want you to do well, Chaos, I wouldn't have let you borrow the wig. You got boombayed. Yep. I mean, I was just like, yeah, this is where the dramas come in. I think this needed its own freaking untucked. That's what it just needed. Yeah. We, no more happiness in untucked, people. We, we, this is why we watch untucked. Yep. Bombay is now going to throw Fierce under the bus by asking the room if Fierce is fun to be around when she's freaking out. And there is a collective no. So Bob says she was freaking out and she told her look was good. And this was her way to say, finish your look. Fierce just wants honesty from Bob. And that's it. That's it. Just honesty. Girl, you don't want honesty because then you're going to hear it. Bob says, based on the critiques on the runway, she says Jada's went all over the place, but they haven't seen this look from her. That is a terrible bias. You are supporting her look. Yep. Jada? Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm... mm -mm. I can't make a Jada comment. will J- Jada Jada will say that the critiques for her and chaos were the same level. And I say there is delusion in the waters of Toronto. Are we watching the same show, Mama? I don't I don't know where she was in her head where she thought there were the same level of critiques because they were not. No. At all. Jada will say that Jimbo was laughing, but Giselle will remind us that it was bad. They were laughing at her, not with her. Jada will note that the judges told Chaos they had seen her in this before, and Chaos will be like, that was my worst critique. And Jada's like, oh, so you agree you had the worst critiques in some weird mean girl's mind game trick, but really she did. She had the worst critique. Chaos says that Jada got the worst critique, and Fierce is like, wait, 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 wait. Bombay's in the top? And Chaos is like, I don't believe it either. Okay, now we're attacking Bombay out of nowhere, thanks to you, Miss Fierce Delicious. It's deflect, deflect, deflect is what I'm getting. Oh, we're going to get deflect. Don't, don't you worry, because Jada is hurting because she thought she and Kimmy were cute, and she is mad her name was called out. But Kimmy, Kimmy will say that chaos constructed properly, and hers was like, you know. You know is the biggest insult you could actually say to someone. The hot glue gun girls are fighting. Jada does not find that funny coming from Miss Fierce Delicious, but I do. Tour is over. No merch. Not even an episode long. <laughs> the girls are fighting. Now, Jada is going to bring Fierce down even further by saying that Kimmy was in tears when she and Fierce were working together. She consoled Kimmy, and Kimmy's like, her decision was based on her critique. And again, Fierce is like, me? But me? Kimmy, you were upset? And Jada's like, it's not relevant. It was weeks ago. But she just didn't know about it and wants to fix it. And Kimmy said it did happen. She doesn't believe Fierce has changed. And Fierce will say, well, if you had told me, she would have made the effort to change her behavior. And Kimmy just ain't buying it because she thinks she should be, you know, an adult mm-hmm. and understand her behavior. I know. This is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot. I would have loved to be someone like Vivian who's just sitting there being like, why do I do to get out of this? Right. This reminds me of whatever incident happened to me this weekend over here. And I was like, why am I here? Like, this ain't my drama. <laughs> Uh-oh, Boston drama already? Yeah, something happened. And I was like, why, why am I getting this information? And why are y'all arguing right next to me? 
Well, on a lighter note, literally Giselle is going to be there and they loved her. She's surprised at it, but Boom says the editing does work. Edit down. Jada will be like, even though Jezebel called her name in the room, it's like a duck. Giselle! Her name's Giselle! How are you on this show? Week four. You don't know her name? <laughs> She's like one of the top queens of our city and you still don't know her name? Right. Twice in one episode, the bitch gets names wrong. I can't. I can't. But she's so can. She has so much conviction. I know. In she's it. like, I know I'm right, and she's wrong. Well, decisions have been made. Giselle is the winner of the week. She wins five thousand dollars, courtesy of Snag Tights. Snag Tights, the company that no one goes to. Right. Bombay, Kimmy, and Irma are safe, leaving Jada and Chaos at the bottom too. Do you agree? I don't think chaos should have been bottom two. That's what I, I this is what I want to say. I know like, like she got the, the, she got critiques and she got like two out of what, four of other queens telling her that, you know, they deserve to like yeah. be the bottom or eliminated. I don't think she should have been the one at the bottom. Now you watch Drag Race, I watch Drag Race, we watch a lot of Drag Race. We know that sometimes there are storylines. There yeah. are certain narratives that are being pushed. This was probably the clearest of the season. They're not getting rid of Jada Shed Hudson anytime soon. She, she, she is going to be a finalist at this point. After this week, she's good. Yeah, because she can walk out in a potato sack and they're going to be like, it's terrible, but you can stay. Yes. It's giving me Candy Ooh. Muse. Yeah. Girl, I love you, but yeah. It's well, the song, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, it's like, and it's hard too, right? Because as a fan of watching Drag Race, yeah, I love, I really love drama. I love getting invested into some, some of the contestants. But at the same time, I'm just like, wow, this, this is not to discredit anyone's drag, right? But on Drag Race, when I'm watching this, I was like, wow, no, this, you're the person that really, I think, should be be going home after this F up. Yeah. Now the song is Stranger in My House by Tamia, not by Tony Braxton, as many people think it is. Um, girl, the second they announced the song, there was no way in hell chaos was surviving this. Like this is a song Jada probably does on a weekly basis. Right. The energy was there. This is a dance track. Uh, we've all danced to it in the club and sang along to it. We, we know very well. Chaos was giving you that club vibes, like you were dancing in a group and that's what you do. And Jada was giving you fucking black girl magic. She was embodying that song. She was ready. She was ready. She knew that song and she was ready. Overall, fun time. Chaos stood no chance. Even that cartwheel. No chance. In the end, Jada stays. Chaos goes. Do you agree? Based on a lip sync, yes. Based on the overall episode, no. I think there was just no story left for chaos. And she was not offering anything for the producers to knock out a real front run. Yep. I mean, yeah. And I think they, what it was like towards the last episode where, you know, she was talking about her indigenous identity, but it was very, very little. I think chaos is a great artist. I don't think she's great for television. 
and that's the thing you have to remember, friends. When you're on Drag Race, you can be the best drag queen out there. But if you are not good for TV, it's not going to be good for you. You're, you have to understand it. And that's okay. It's okay. Just not everyone's made for Drag Race. Yep. And it, again, it doesn't discredit your drag. Like, exactly. You're a fierce queen no matter where you're at. Will and- we forever question Jada Shada Hudson's taste level? Of course. She's still good at drag and entertaining to watch. Yep, exactly. All right, I got some burning questions for you to wrap this up. Are you ready? Yeah. What is Chaos's legacy? Honestly, it was being true to herself. I yeah. think I think that's her legacy. Um, yeah. Opening up space to just be authentically you. And it was really important to have a queen who was a little more alternative on the show because this really is the first time on Candace Drag Race that we've had someone who could be a crossover to like the Dragula world. Mm-hmm. And also make it in like, again, not to the finale, but has made it through some episodes already. Uh-huh. It's true. Well, who is ready for Canadian celebrities? It's Snatch Game time next week. Who are you worried about? And who do you think is going to win this battle of who's going to play the role that both Kimmy and Fierce have? I am worried for Kimmy. Um, uh-huh. Kimmy is going to be a danger. Uh, I'm also, yeah, Jada. I don't, unless... Jada, if she picks the right person could be very well do very well because she is very good at speaking uh that being said kimura more last season terrible um i'm very nervous for giselle and lady boom boom because english is their second language so not only are they going to have to take on another character they're gonna have to do it in english we'll all remember rita bega did well because she did espf so she could fall into the french if they don't pick someone who's also french i could see some danger Yep. Uh, I'm a little worried for Boom Boom. This She's not an actress. She's not. She's a look queen. She sure is. But she's not an actress. After four episodes, the winner of the season is... I am rooting for Giselle. I am too. I am too. Um, I really, I think we're going to see a l- This episode was her breakout. We are now seeing a lot more of her. We've seen what she's capable of. She's now got a win. She's a contender. Um, the show wants us to fall in love madly with Jada Shada Hudson. Um, we, if she's going to have to pull out some amazing moments for me to get over these, this challenge, um, and the Miss Mosu mishap. I think those two are the leads right now. No, I don't think anyone else can win. Yeah. I don't think so either. Unless maybe Kimmy, but I just, I, that one just seems like a long shot. I need, if Kimmy were to propel her way into this, like, I mean, me thinking top three, top four, um, she's gonna have to kill it with these with these challenges. Like, is she she's gonna have to be versatile in the way she yeah. comes up with these challenges. Also, Fierce Alicious could fail every single challenge. She's staying until the end because she's te- the best television. They are getting everything out of it. I guarantee. We already know next week is going to be about her with the fight. Uh, give me one week where she's not the focus and I probably will say it's the worst episode of the season right. she's good TV she's, she's yeah. not going to win she's not going to win she is ready for a verse the world season <laughs> <laughs> listen put her and Georges together you get Georges and tall Georges <laughs> that's what we all need we, we need them to tour together <laughs> it's true well, Georges needs a break Georges is very tired I can tell George is tired. Give her a week off. Let her have all the lunch she needs, and then she's ready to go again. 
we can't let we can't let these one thing yeah we can't let these queens from drag race when they get out burn out because nope boss events come on you gotta give them a break yeah because they can't be doing this like i know they're making their coin at least give them a contract where you know they don't have to be performing all the single time and still get paid yeah i mean because i the, the show that i went to i had um cameron wasn't in it uh they flew deja sky in that morning to come take her spot it's like wild it's wild Days just the swing, so apparently this happens off it. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> well, friend, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Yeah, um, you can find me on Venmo at Jeremy-Torres-5. You can find me on Instagram at rootless underscore you. And you can find me on TikTok on EJTorres96. Amazing. Well, it was so much fun. Um, are we doing a down under? Are you watching down under? We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, thank you for being here. And also, thanks the mute button for me being able to blow my nose in the middle of this podcast. Hey, remember last time I was there and I was all congested mm-hmm. and coughing? I was that mute button was my best friend. So good. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Yes, of course. A huge thanks to Jeremy for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 